Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher. We have good news for everybody today, don't we? We're all called to be saints, apparently. Absolutely. When Paul is writing to the church in Rome, he says in Romans 1 verse 7, to all in Rome who are loved by God and called to be saints. What's a saint then? What's a saint then? Well, let's just review where we've got to first this week. We've seen that when we turn to Christ, we're responding to his call and that he always has a, pur- a, a purpose for all those who he calls. He's got something for us to do here on earth before we go to heaven. We've seen that the call can come to us in times of desperation. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. But that's not true for everybody. As for those first disciples, come follow me and I will make you fishers of men. Uh, we've seen also that to be a disciple, to respond to the call for all of us, for every Christian, means that there has to be a recognition that we're called to belong to Jesus Christ. We are his. He has redeemed us. He has paid the price for us. We do not belong to ourselves. Our lives are not our own. We've been bought with a price. Therefore, we're to glorify God in our bodies. What does that mean? We're to glorify God in our daily lives and the way we live out our lives day by day. What does that mean? Well, Paul says in this verse that we have before us today that we are loved by God and called to be saints. Now, this, let me make this absolutely clear. This is God's call on every Christian. Every Christian is called to be a saint. Uh, It's been very unfortunate that certain churches have what's called canonized certain people called them saints because it obscures the fact that we're all called to be saints. So whether the Pope knows it or not, I'm Saint Colin, (laughs) and you are saint whoever you are, whatever your name is. Um, It's not a question of, of those who the church recognizes as saints, but those whom God has called to be saints. So if you're a born-again Christian who has received the life of the Holy Spirit, you are loved by God and called to be a saint. So you ask the question, what is a saint? First of all, a saint is a person who has been set apart for God. Uh, We belong to Christ Jesus because he has called us. He has set our lives apart from all those around us who live for themselves, who live for what the world offers, so that we can live for God, so that we can demonstrate the life of God's kingdom here on earth. Let your kingdom come, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's how Jesus taught us to pray. That's the heart of what we call the Lord's Prayer. And that needs to be what we seek to see fulfilled in every one of our lives, that we want God's kingdom to come and his will to be done in me, in his church, in the nation. But it's got to begin with you as a person, that you want his will in your life. So he has set you apart for his plan, for his purpose, for your life now belongs to him. A saint is a sanctified person, a consecrated person. What happens when we are 
forgiven and born again when we're washed and cleansed with the blood of Jesus, as we say in our Christian speak, is that we are actually made holy, we are made perfect in God's sight. All sin, all guilt, every blemish is washed away by the blood of Jesus Christ. Now, we understand that does not make us perfect in the way we live. It brings us into a state of total acceptance and worthiness before God. He puts his Holy Spirit in us then to enable us to live as saints, to enable us to live as those that are set apart for his plan and his purpose, to live as a sanctified, a consecrated people. You remember that Jesus prayed in John 17 before he went to the cross, for their sakes I sanctify or I consecrate myself that they too may be fully consecrated or sanctified. In other words, Jesus offered his life on the cross that we might be holy. He gave his holy life so that we can become those that are holy, accepted, set apart for God's plan and God's purpose for our lives. So it's very important that we as Christians know and understand what God's purpose is. Now, uh, many people come uh, to me and say, you know, I'm not sure of what God's purpose for me is. Can you help me? Well, yes, I certainly can, because there are certain things that are God's purpose for every one of us, and he makes that clear in his prayer, for example, in, in his word. For example, you're called to pray. So I can say, yes, God calls you to pray. You're called to worship. God calls you to worship. God calls you to love God with all your heart, soul, mind, strength. God calls you to love your neighbor as yourself. He calls you to love other believers in the same way that God has loved you. He calls you to believe and to trust in him with, with all your heart and not lean on your own understanding. Uh, he, he calls you to be his witness uh, because he makes all of us uh, who are Christians his witnesses. Um, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you will be my witnesses and so on. So, I mean, that's quite a good start, isn't it? You, you are called to follow Christ. You are called to reach out and touch the lives of others around you with his life, with his love, with his power. Now, all that is very, very easily discoverable by simply reading the New Testament. You can see, well, yes, I as a Christian am called to all those things. I'm called to do the same things as Jesus. Uh, I'm called to follow him and so on. Now, there may be specific things um, that God will do, like he called Paul to be an apostle, he will call some to be pastors, he will call some to be evangelists and teachers and so on. Um, that's fine, but you see, those specific calls are in addition to all those things that are his general call upon every believer. And in fact, you shouldn't have somebody, for example, being a pastor, unless he is following Christ in all those ways that I've already just spoken about. Um, that is in addition. His, um, his uh, identity is not in being a pastor. His identity is being a disciple. The, the, call, the call is to be a disciple. The lifestyle is the same, whatever you yes. do. Yes. Uh, you see, what, what the scripture says is your ministry is not your call. God gives you a ministry. But your call is to be a disciple. Your call is to follow Jesus. 
your call is to be a saint, to live as a saint. Now, I know a lot of people are afraid of this word saint. Uh, they're afraid of the word holy. They say, well, look at myself, you know, I'm so unholy in so many ways. Well, why be proud of it? That you talk about it and joke about it as if it doesn't matter because God's call upon your life is to be a saint. Um, this is not something to laugh about. This is because our God is a holy God. And, you know, on the day of judgment, he's going to call us to account for the way he, he, we have lived. Um, Jesus makes it clear that on that day, um, he will reward each one according to what he has done. So that doesn't mean that we will get into heaven by our good works. We get into heaven because Jesus Christ has saved us. But we don't all have the same reward in heaven. And whatever reward we have in heaven will be determined by the way we have lived out our lives um, for the glory of God here on earth. So instead of being afraid of this word holy, why are we afraid of this word holy? Uh, it's not just because we don't think we are, uh, if we don't understand the scripture, uh, but we don't want to be holy. Because there is nothing about your flesh life, about your self life, that even desires to be holy, desires to be pure, desires to be like Jesus. I mean, you know, we, we, we say, don't we, that Christ is in us and that we live in Christ Jesus. This is told us again and again and again in the New Testament. But Jesus is holy. We're living in the Holy One and the Holy One is living in us. How can we say that we want all the benefits of being a Christian if we don't want to be holy? See, what the scripture says is without holiness, no one will see the Lord. If you're not holy, you can't go to heaven. But it isn't that you're, you make yourself holy. You are made holy through what God has done through his blood, through the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. But what God wants is not for you to try to make yourself holy, but to live in the holiness that he's given you because you're born again, because you have received the Spirit. Now, this becomes, you see, then, a question of motivation, of desire, of your heart and of your will. Do you want to live as a disciple? Do you want to please Jesus? Do you want to follow him? Do you want to be the kind of person he's called you to be? Or do you still want to live for yourself? Do you still want to be intrinsically selfish as far as God is concerned? Um, do you want to run your life in your way, fulfill your ambitions? and close your ears and your eyes to what God says in his word, to what he reveals to be his call for you? I mean, these are searching questions, but they're questions every one of them has to ask, and I trust that they're pertinent questions for many people that are listening this week. And I trust that out of these this series of programs on the call of God, you will have a fresh sense of God's call on your life, and the understanding that whatever he has called you to be and to do, he enables. That's why the Holy Spirit of God lives in you. You've been listening to Faith for Today, presented by Julia Fisher. This program is sponsored by Kingdom Faith. For further information, visit our website, kingdomfaith.com. 